the car's on fire and there's no driver at the wheel. This is the character generation. the character generation it's time to do an episode what's up it's me moth hey i'm chet hey <laughs> this is us this is the character generation this is hey, how I'm we chet in here oh that's that's not a good sentence <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna chat uh, um... oh no we gotta start over now <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the character generation it's a podcast where we make tabletop role-playing game characters usually got a pretty good track record yeah just one out of uh eight and a half nine it was basically nine let's be real with ourselves uh <laughs> <laughs> all right so this week uh chet happened to get us pdf copies of the entirety of wizards of the coast's old star wars d20 rpg Mm, yes i did i went into the dark web went on silk road and traded a guy three tablets of ketamine <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually just growing meth in my backyard. <laughs> That's right. How am I doing that, you wonder? I have a meth plant. <laughs> and so I used that to to get my hands on these dark secret copies of the Star Wars RPG made by the company Wizards of the Coast. And of course, this is the edition based off of their incredibly lucrative and very much a tabletop role-playing game, 3.5 D&D rules. Yeah, yep. It's a D20 supplement, so it's going to be... It plays very much exactly like Dungeons & Dragons 3rd point, point, fifth edition. <laughs> <laughs> there was a period of about 10 or 15 years there where everything just got a D20 supplement. Because it's the game everyone knew how to play already, so fuck it. What am I going to yep. do? Read a book? Fuck you. Yeah, that business model is actually what birthed Pathfinder in its oh, entirety. Oh my god. So. Yeah, exactly. For when they <laughs> wanted something that was even more 3.5. <laughs> They're like, 3.5 isn't rules heavy enough for me. I mean, really, what they did was, oh my god, they're going to release a new edition, and we're going to lose all of the money on our adventure modules. Quick, yeah. come up with some bullshit. Yep. yep. And they did. <laughs> and it's still somehow popular today. Uh, it's because nerds dislike change. Can confirm. <laughs> Am a nerd. <laughs> I'm gonna need some evidence for that. Mm, uh, I, I, I don't like the sports ball. Ha <laughs> ha. How many touchdowns did the goalie bat in that inning? Damn. Boom. What a good joke. I'm gonna repost that on Reddit and get much karma. Oh man, I love the new writers for the Big Bang Theory season. <laughs> it's us. It's just us. We did it. Shit. That's right, the young Sheldon was my idea. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what everyone loves on the television? Have you watched the young Sheldon? I know, I definitely have, and my favorite thing is the whole like story arc that shows you when he, he learns his famous catchphrase, <laughs> Bazorple. My favorite part of the young Sheldon is when he gets called into the Vatican, and they're all like, no. I was supposed to be Sheldon. We are all Sheldon, and you see like a bunch of clones of him, and then they're <laughs> scattered across the world as sleeper agents. <laughs> it's written by the same people that made Person of Interest. He's okay. an AI. I was gonna say the same people who made Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Segway! <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, okay, well, on that note, let's get into Star Wars. Alright, what's your favorite Star War? My favorite Star War is the Attack of the Clones comics, which ah, I've never read, but I saw <laughs> good artwork of them. My favorite's probably the Marvel comics that got released before A New Hope came out. That's, yeah, I've never seen the... Oh wait, no, aren't are those the ones that hyped the fuck out of Django Fett? Boba's the one in the Boba's the... Uh, oh, God. We can't do an entire episode of just us correcting each other about Star Wars facts. Uh, that's what we kind of signed up for when we said we're doing a Star Wars episode is the problem. Oh, God. Also, like, that's the most, like, basic fact that I, I'm like, ah, you, that guy <laughs> that, that is, everyone knows, Django Fett, 
that's the one it's boba fett i know Django fett is the one that all of the clones are made out of no i think uh boba first appeared in the star wars christmas special animated short i can't be completely yeah. sure about that but i don't want to open wikipedia on the episode mm, that's a then that's we will a lose problem. even our most tenuous sense of cohesion yes yes this podcast would not be a podcast it'd just be two nerds yelling at each other uh, about w- cool, interesting, shitty facts about this garbage franchise that we learned. Because here's the thing, here's the thing, and I, you talk shit about Firefly, and that's fine. <laughs> like, we'll get maybe, like, one piece of hate mail in the next ten years about that. Oh, I'm gonna, sure. I'm just gonna go on record right now, I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, I've watched it, and I know a lot about Star Wars. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars sucks, man. <laughs> Star Wars is kind of the prototypical thing where, like, the amount of fan-based content that has been created is of... It's still not completely great, but it's of genuinely, like, higher average quality than the main stuff. Yeah, which is saying something when you got some of the, the extended universe stuff, like the, uh... Star Crusher, that's the word. I almost said Star Destroyer. Oh, the Star Crusher, or... Oh, you're thinking of the Sun Crusher, excuse me. Ah, thank you, thank you. (laughs) I read that book. There's the Sun Crusher, and Luke's Jedi Academy, and his evil son, and... And his evil twin, Luke, with two U's. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Or, like, Darth Necrosis. Like, no, there's some bad shit there, so... Oh, sorry, um, are you thinking of, perhaps, Darth Bane? Or Darth Vile? Or Darth Undeadu, the man who created necromancy. I. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Here's my business card. My name's Darth Undeadu. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, no, I didn't come up with that one on my own. It's not my fucking deviant art handle. No. <laughs> they say he may have been the first Sith, but that doesn't even make sense because there was also a species called the Sith that invented being the Sith. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's just folklore. It's just space ah, folklore. Course. It's a uh, Star Wars Legends. Here's just just to dive <laughs> into more like bullshit with Star Wars. Uh-huh. Why is everything in large increments of time in Star Wars? Oh, you mean the fact that the Galactic Empire lasts for like 40,000 fucking years or something? Yeah, the the Old Republic and the New Republic also. Okay, is the Old Republic and the New Republic both before the Empire or are they yes, like one? Yes. Okay. So the Old Republic was like 10,000 years ago, and that's before the rule of two, so we could have an MMORPG. Right, because we need more Sith to fit in our books. (laughs) And then, I don't remember what, there was like the Sith Empire was a thing. I don't don't know how long that lasted, but Um, it was a while, and then it died, and then it came back for like 40 years, and then it died, and we got... The New Republic, which is the prequels, I might be wrong, and I'll get someone that's correcting me on all this with fucking, like, sourced links, but... (laughs) And the New Republic lasts for another... Mm, Actually... The New Republic lasted for quite a while. It was... It was... I don't know... I don't have a time frame, but then it ends with the end of episode three, when the other empire there's always either republic or empire those are the two (laughs) fucking options you can have you can either have a democratic republic with the senate i am the senate or you have just an empire ruled by evil beings yeah and it's usually evil force users for some reason yeah because they're the only ones that know how to run a political spectrum Right, of course. Yeah, no, it's stupid, and I hate it. Okay, I hate to do this so early in the episode, but I have opened up Wikipedia. God damn it, no! (laughs) And the New Republic is uh, Legends only, but it takes place uh, between 5 ABY, which is one year after the Battle of Endor, of course. Shit, I got things- And 25 ABY, which is when the beginning of the Yuzhong Vong War happened. Here, hold up, now I have a question, now that you already have Wikipedia open. Yes. I thought the New Republic was the prequels, but no, the New Republic is what was created after Darth Vader and his brother were killed. <laughs> it was his brother. I I know. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darth Shitty Boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you laugh, but that's not much worse than his actual name, no, which is Sheev Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sheev, not even Steve. Sheev. Yeah, yeah. 
It's Steve, but with an H. <laughs> What's his... I'm trying to remember his, his fucking, like, Sith name. His cool... He's Darth Sidious, right? Sidious, that's right. That's right. Thank you. I am Darth Sidious, because I'm so insidious and evil. Do you get it? Oh, oh here's my first apprentice, Darth Tyrannus. My second apprentice, Darth Maul, because he'll maul you to death with his laser sword. <laughs> and then after that, of course, is Darth Vader, like Invader. Um, uh, you skipped over uh, Count Dooku, who I don't remember was fucking... Dooku is Tyrannus. No, I didn't think Dooku was Tyrannus. Hang on. Now I'm opening Wikipedia. <laughs> Darth no. was a title given to the Dark Lords of the Sith Order. Okay, Darth Tyrannus, you're right. Alright, so I'm just gonna go through and read off a couple of my favorite Darths real fast. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love just how consistently these are all just parts of a word for something that is bad. Okay, hold on, wait a minute. I do have one I would like to read out loud for the public. Go for it. This is from the Clone Wars TV show. It is oh, a yeah. it is a Zabrak with two big ol' horns, and it looks very much like Darth Maul, but it's uh -huh. animated because it's a cartoon named Savage Oppress. Oh, yeah. So, no, it's pronounced Savage. Sorry. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh, oh, it's Darth Maul's brother. Yep. No. His brother, no. Savage You're... Oppress. Savage Oppress. Yep. No, 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 no. I don't like this, though. No, <laughs> right. I'm not uh, a fan. How about I offer you some uh, some other Sith Lords, like perhaps Darth Atroth, or Darth Mortis, or maybe just Darth Sin, with a Y and two Ns. Uh, how about God. Darth Howl? That's pretty hardcore. It's super hardcore. <laughs> I'm gonna howl at you. Uh, don't forget about Darth Malice. God damn it, I'm so upset. We're fucking 15 minutes in, we haven't started making a character. Let's... <laughs> There's also a Darth Seidus, which I think is a monster from Monster Hunter. Seidus, is it spelled C-E-A-D-U-S? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's Seidus. It's a giant, like, bearded fish dragon. <laughs> oh, huh. wait, no, Darth Seidus is Jason Solo's Darth name. You know, Jason Solo, Han Solo's kid who turns into a Sith Lord, but before the one that actually went into the movies. Yeah, this was a book that they definitely didn't draw inspiration from, probably. They very <laughs> likely didn't. It's a, a really expected plot. Oh, completely, because, uh... Like, if you watch... if you watch on fatherhood in the Star Wars movies, if you hadn't noticed. Because Star Wars is formulaic. Mm, no way. <laughs> no way. I can't believe you would say that as I have the page open on Wikipedia listing all of the various super weapons in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> we can't, no, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> we have to do our podcast thing that we do on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I guess. So I can't believe you're telling me that Jonathan J.J. Abrams makes formulaic Star Wars movies. <laughs> Jonathan J.J. Abrams has never made a formulaic movie in his life. <laughs> exactly, never. yeah. Just never. complete tours de force. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, no, I didn't mean tours de force, because it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I... tours the dark side of the force. Am I right? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> my fellow geeks and gamers? <laughs> Alright, let's take a break. <laughs> So character creation in a D20 supplement is boring to do and even worse to listen to someone do. Absolutely. So we're not going to take the approach we took with Shadowrun or Traveler with this where we just kind of like go through it as a whole. We're going to just kind of look at things that are interesting until we find something that's funny and go with that. Yeah, like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a basic idea of how fucking D20 character generation works. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so we're 
we're gonna sit here we'll pour through the list of fucking feats and prestige classes and all that shit until we find something mildly interesting to talk about yeah starting off actually i just found the list of races you can play in this game i believe they're called species in this they're not races Correct. i'm very sorry yeah so the list of species is human uh-huh. uh which has no ability adjustments the only two that don't have ability adjustments are human and zabrak which is an interesting one yeah that's an interesting choice you can play as a Bothan, a Syrian, a Daros, an Ewok, a Gamorian, ooh, a Gungan. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, that's God. what's up. <laughs> a Thorian. I don't even remember what a Thorian is. Fucking same, honestly. Oh, the Syrians are what Kayati Mundi is. Okay. okay I know we, we, we talked go. about that in a previous episode. I don't know if that made it on it air. It probably didn't. But yeah. You know, Syrians like cerebral because they got big heads. They got big ol' foreheads. Oh, Ithorians are the weird hammerhead, like, slug-looking things that only ever show up in the cantina once. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those guys are cool. Yeah, totally. A Quarren, a Rodian, sorry, the font is weird. It's just a picture of Greedo, actually, (laughs) in the book. A Celestin, that's the guys that look like kind of just dickheads, like, literally. Oh, wait, are those, like, the baboon ball-faced boys? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of something else. Okay. They have a picture of all these races in the book. Oh, you're correct. He just kind of looks like a big old penis tip <laughs> with eyes and ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Lando's fucking co-pilot or whatever. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, I was trying to remember where he... There's one of them in the movies. Yeah, that's the case with most of these races. Yep. The Trandoshans are just the lizard people. Yep. The Twi'lek or the tentacles in the back of the head is hair. Interestingly, those tentacles com- uh, contain extra brains. Yep. You can play as a Wookiee. No one knows what those are. Never heard oh, of, of a Wookiee before. Uh, and you can play as a Zabrak, which is a Darth Maul. Oh, that's the worst looking picture of a Zabrak I've That's ever an seen. ugly Zabrak, yeah. I hate how some of them are just white. Like, you've got red people, ebony-ass charcoal black people, and then just normal sort of pinkish white people. Yep. Oh god, I skipped over Mon Calamari. Oh, how could you? That's... I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a trap. Ha ha. Ha I can't believe that they gave Bothans a minus two constitution because of how many of them died. Yep. <sighs> uh, so what, what race would we like to play? I've got three that I'm looking at right now. Gotcha. I'm kind of disappointed because I wanted to make ourselves a Bith Jizz Whaler, but it looks like we can't do that this time around. I'm so surprised that this official licensed WotC product doesn't have <laughs> Jizz Whaler. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have the Bith. That's like one of the most frequent races that show up because there's like eight of them at one point, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> so I'm between a Gungan, a Gamorian, and a Mon Calamari. How do you okay. feel about those three? Those are the three goofy ones. Right, we could also right. play an Ewok. Well, let's see here. So in case anyone's listening that doesn't know what all these fucking fake-ass <laughs> words are, Gamorians are fat pig people that have green skin and tusks like orcs. They're actually one of the four different pig-based races in yes. the Star Wars original series. They're the ones that were in Jabba the Hutt's palace as guards. Were they? In... I thought those were the ones that didn't have eyes. Nope, the Gamorians were in Jabba the Hutt's palace. I know because in one of the gameplay modes in Battlefront 2, you have to play as the palace guards, which are the Gamorians. Oh my god, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ewoks, everyone knows, everyone loves their teddy bears. Yeah. Uh, Gungans, Misa, Jar Jar Binks. And... Mon Calamari are the fish people that, that say funny memes. Alright, so the first thing I'm gonna say is, since this is a D20 game, picking a race that's good at strength is the worst trap option we can take here. Yeah. Because that's the worst thing you can do in uh, 3.5. So, I'm gonna say... I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for one particular, but it's your call. <laughs> I'm not telling you which one. I mean, I want to do Gungan, but a plus two con is basically worthless to us. Come on, do Gungan. Come on, you want right. to do Gungan. All right, we're doing a Gungan Jedi. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, here's before we get into the classes, there's one thing that I found while reading through this book for research before we started that I hate about this system. Okay. Because the next thing we're going to be picking is classes, and the thing I learned is you cannot, like, it is not baked into the rules to play as a Sith. Really? 
It is baked into the rules to always play a good campaign. Huh. Or at least like a for- a light side of the force sided campaign. There is rules for dark side corruption in the game. Right, of course. But it's not, you can't just be like starting out. Yeah, I guess you could say like, ask your DM sort of thing. I want to start as like a dark side corrupted or like an apprentice Sith or some shit like that. But there's nothing in the rules specifically for it. And actually in the rules, it's also if you have dark side corruption, uh, the more you use dark side of the force like magic or whatever the fuck you want to call it because it's magic sorry force magic and force powers are two different things no i know i know it (laughs) listen force powers and force magic dark side of the force it slowly corrupts your body and kills you which is i don't understand where that one came from oh you know well it's because of how fucked up and like a gross messed up old egg that darth vader looked at the end of the movies i thought that's because he got fried to death almost oh yeah but that was before that became canon so they had to come up with some reason Because in addition to being an ideology and also a source of power, the dark side is somehow a pervasive corruption that forces you to be evil. Yeah. Which is the most liberal fantasy that kind of (laughs) typifies the entirety of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. That bad opinions are just infection that can be reversed and fixed. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the one really... Aside from like it's a D20 system that has its really convoluted grid-based combat and extensive rules... That's the one thing in the system specifically that I found that's like, I kind of hate this. Like, because, like, what if I want to play a Sith? Like, f- like you're fucked. Yeah, for so, real. At least FFG released a fucking book to play a Sith. Not in PDF form, so we're not doing it. Hey, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's what I want to do. I want to say, fuck that. We're going to alter the rules a little bit. Sorry, are you saying that we're going to be playing as Darth Jar Jar? That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, if we want to play as a Sith, we have the option. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say, we're just gonna allow that. Gotcha. We're playing as a Gungan. Now, here's my question. This is something that I just don't know. I know that there are multiple variations of Gungan, because when you go to the Gungan city in episode one with our good friend Jar Jar Binks, there's the big old fat boy Gungan that's in control of the city. Right, yeah. Is he a Gungan, or is he just another species that rules the Gungan city? No, he's a Gungan. However, back on Wikipedia again... The Gungans were separated into two races, the lanky orange-yellow or red-skinned Otola race and the heavier green-skinned Ankura. So that's confusing because this picture of a Gungan (laughs) in this book is a lanky green-skinned Gungan. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck is happening here. I don't fucking know. Like, alright, we're a Gungan, we're one of these, like, duck-billed shitty... (laughs) What's our Gungan's name? Um, I think their name is Grandpa Piss. Nope. Is there a Gungan name generator? I don't know. Thanks, fantasynamegenerators.com. Oh, I found some good Gungan-generated names. Uh, can we be Beza Squazbog? Holy shit. I'm a big <laughs> fan of, uh, Brort Brort Math. <laughs> I like Car Tilbid. <laughs> what about Pienkuf Parpig? <laughs> <laughs> the Nosups. <laughs> shit. Yep, there we go. Our name is The... I don't like no-subs. Alright, how about uh, Lolo Lort? I like Lolo Lort! That's good! <laughs> Alright, here we yes, go. I am esteemed Jedi Knight, Lolo Lort! Okay, perfect. Step one complete. Okay, cool. Her name is Lolo Lort. There we go. Uh, let's go to classes. What class are we? So there are three different types of Force Doer. So here's the classes. There's Fringer, which means you grew up on like a outside ring planet. A fringer appears to be like a non-magical bard. Yeah, it, that's pretty much exactly what it is. They really aren't like any specific class. Like, they're not the gunfighter. They're just someone that, like, existed in, like, uh, run-down outer world societies. 
Right. And yeah. learn how to like thrive in that sort of environment. All they get are bonus class skills and extra levels of survival and jury rig. Yeah. So basically they're just like dirt farmers. It describes them as like a jack of all trades. They're really good at learning any specific skills so you can like really customize your character a lot more if as a fringer. Okay. So they're like skill monkey rogues then. Yeah, exactly. Um okay. they're very much like the red mage of this Star Wars game. Once again, without the magic, though. Yeah, without they don't have any powers at all. They're just normal people. Yeah. Uh, there's the noble, which is even... It's like the fringer, but without... You're just like a rich person. Yeah, they just get really good charisma. Yeah, you're like the party face. Yeah, exactly. If you're the noble. And apparently they get the bard's inspire confidence ability, too. Yeah, I think noble's closer to bard than um fringer. Yeah, because if you're writing a D20 RPG, you can just steal any of the skills from the book that you want. Yep. Uh, we'll just take Inspire Courage and uh, Turn Undead. There we go, that's a whole <laughs> new class. Fuck you, pay me $20 for this source book. I'm gonna get Turn Undeadu. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, next up is Scoundrel, you play as Han Solo. You're yep. a rogue. Scout, explorers, and adventurers... According to the book, examples of scouts in Star Wars are Chewbacca, Wicket, and Jar Jar Binks. Yep. One of those is not like the others. You're the comedy relief character. Oh, God. You're the fucking baby Groot. You're Basically. the minions. Yep. <laughs> like, the actual still image from the movie that they have next to the fucking scout is just the part in, I was gonna say Return of the King. That's the wrong one, Return not, of the Jedi. I'm pretty sure that's the right one. <laughs> Do you remember when they cut Sauron's hand off with a lightsaber and then it was like a robot hand in the next movie? Shit. And Aragorn was like, give it up, Sauron. I have the high ground. And, and Sauron's like, I am your father. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, they've got like iconic characters for each of the classes in here. Yeah. And uh, the scout iconic is Roar Roar, the Wookiee. Roar, oh. roar, roar, you know, like a Wookiee is. So let's see, after Scout, you've got Soldier, which is someone who shoots bullets with... Yeah, they're a fighter, but, but they're not got bullets, a gun. it's lasers, but like, technically not lasers, it's like concentrated plasma, that's why it doesn't move at light speed. Like, they could have slug throwers, maybe? It's technically a thing in the Star Wars universe still. Also, uh, hang on, I'm looking at the picture of the Soldier in this book. Yeah, it looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo as a Wookiee. No, 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 that's uh, the scout. Mm. The soldier is a leather gimp with, like... Oh, my. Fucking khakis with knee pads? It's like Boba Fett if Boba Fett was really into fetish work. Yeah, it's Boba Fett if Boba Fett could only afford leather armor. Yeah, I don't like looking at that. Yeah, this sucks. Tech specialist. Tech specialist, you build droids and you're you're a nerd. Yeah, you're a surgeon or a slicer, which is the Star Wars word for hacker. Yeah, and then you get to the three types of Force users. The Force adepts are people who are Force sensitive, but they don't follow the Jedi Order. Yep. There is the Jedi Consular, which is like the spellcaster Jedi. And then you've got the Jedi Guardian, which is like the Jedi in the movies. Right, exactly. The ones who do like the fighting. Like all Jedi. Yeah, they have yeah. lightsabers. It says like examples of the Jedi Consular are like Yoda, I guess, is the only one that exists. Because there's Jocasta, the Jedi Librarian. And Tionme oh of Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. Those Holy really fuck. common pulls that anyone can be like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, you remember the part in episode 3 where they go to the library briefly and like yeah. look at a holocron and no one gives a shit? That was episode 2, but yeah. Was it? Mm-hmm. I thought that was the same one with like the weird 1950s space diner in it. I think that was also episode 2, wasn't it? I don't fucking remember. I think it was episode 2 with the library. Because okay. episode 3 had, they were too busy, like, killing children and making good memes for us 10 years mm. later. You're right, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Yoda is a Jedi Consular. And then Jedi Guardian, it gives examples as Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> in episode 1, episode 2, Anakin Skywalker in episode 2. Episode 3 hadn't come out yet when they made this book, so. Ah. That's the other reason that I know that, there we go. <laughs> Circular logic, we got there eventually. Uh, so, I don't think Jedi Guardian sounds interesting. I want to be Force-sensitive. 
Okay, I'm into so that. So do we want this shitty... I don't know if this Gungan's shitty yet. Do we want this this Gungan to follow the Jedi Order, quote-unquote? Because we could also just, like, house rule it so, like, they're a Sith. And instead of being, like, a Jedi Consular, it's a Sith Consular. Right. Or do we want to be just a Force Adept and they're, like, a neutral third-party Force user? Let me ask you this. What era are we playing in? That's a good point. This system allows for any era, except for the Old Republic. It doesn't have that, because that's all video game territory. Right, okay. And they couldn't get the license for that. Yeah, exactly. But there is the... I want to do it in, like, the prequel time period. Okay. Because it's the most interesting world building that Star Wars ever had. Sure, alright. The writing was garbage, the writing was ass, <laughs> the prequels on a world building perspective with like Coruscant and Naboo and all that shit was pretty cool actually. Yeah, when they had a budget to depict things. Yes, exactly. Instead of just talking vaguely about what happened 20 years ago. Yeah. Or a thousand years ago. Or 45,000 years ago. It's always a thousand years ago something happened. Yep, because nothing ever happens in Star Wars, apparently. Just to peek behind the curtain a little bit, we were <laughs> discussing doing the Star Wars episode, and I downloaded and played about five hours of the MMO Knights of the Old Republic. Oh my god. Or just, I think it's Star Wars The Old Republic. And it's like, you, I played as a Sith, because I wanted to see what that was like, and you go to this planet, and it's like, a thousand years ago this happened, and... We we gotta get the information from the ruins, because it was a thousand years ago that the Sith Empire was a thing. And it's all still there. It's all... You can't be like, yeah, like, 30 years ago, fucking, he got shot. No, no, it was ten centuries ago. <laughs> is the bare minimum that any backstory can have. Like, this is a thing that kills me in it's just so many different media. It's usually just standard fantasy shit, where, like, everyone's been sitting in the dirt harvesting corn someone finds a sword and then one thing happens but like star wars is even worse about it because the time frame is gigantic and it's all in space and there's space travel and there's <laughs> yeah like they've got more technology than we do now but everything still happens on like a fucking bronze age time scale yeah star wars all right star wars uh star wars <laughs> i don't remember where we were what were we gonna do what class consular or force adept I say we do Force Adept because they get more interesting powers. Yeah, and also they just sound more interesting than, hey, I'm yeah. a Jedi, but I, I use the Force more than my sword. Yeah, okay, so I, I'm cool with Force Adept. That means that they're like a fucking hermit that just has Force magic. Yeah. A lot of midi-chlorians. Oh, God, don't mm -hmm. don't make me think about midi-chlorians right now. <laughs> okay, we'll just pass on the... <laughs> The jokes that we can make there, they're too low-hanging fruit. Oh, that's a I'm actually learning some cool shit. Force Adept, you don't get a lightsaber. Ah, okay. Instead, you have a melee weapon of your choice that you imbue with the Force, and it has characteristics, like, statistics-wise, that act similar to a lightsaber, but you're just infusing, like, a stick with the Force. Okay. And you can use it to deflect lightsaber strikes. So I've got an idea. Let's open up the fucking equipment table and see what weapon we have. Yeah. Is our Gungan on Naboo? Um, I think our Gungan left Naboo, and they just, like, live somewhere in the Outer Rim. Like, I think our Gungan is a Force Adept who is also a smuggler or something. Oh, uh, yeah, because you can multi-class. Yeah, sure. Or you could just be a guy on a spaceship who uses the Force. Because, like, there's no one in Star Wars who, like, explicitly is just a Force user who, being a fucking Jedi or a Sith, isn't their entire life. Yeah. Other than, like, Leia, but that never gets talked about outside of, like, Expanded Universe stuff. Even then, she never is like, I know how to use the Force, it's just, I have it. Yeah, she uses, like, the emotional and mental aspects of the Force, but she doesn't, like, learn powers or anything. Yeah. I want to play as, like, if on the alignment chart, Sith are evil, Jedi good, which is very much the dichotomy they set up because there's no such thing as, like, a moral gray spectrum anywhere. I mean, they try to do that in some of the books, but it's kind of overridden by the fact that George Lucas does not understand nuance in any way whatsoever. <laughs> so, like, I want to play as a character that, that's in that, that middle, like, that neutral on that grid. Not yeah, neutral sure. in the sense, like, I'm chaotic neutral, I want to go, I want to go kill that guy. I'm gonna go pants the king and jump into the river. 
Yeah, it's, like, neutral in the sense that they're, like, they don't have a stake in the Force spectrum, and the Force isn't, like, they don't use, like, specifically only the light side of the Force or the dark side. They just use whatever... Yeah, they've brought balance to the Force or whatever the fuck. Yeah. They're just trying to live their fucking life. Yeah, man. And, like, they keep getting... I imagine Jedi keep coming up to them, like, Bible thumpers being like, you should join our <laughs> order. Like, eh, no. Right. And that's why they moved to the Outer Ring, and then they became a smuggler, because they were good at that with their Force magic. Yeah, totally. Cool. It turns out there's a lot of shit that using the Force allows you to do. Yeah. Lola Lort is a smuggler. She went to the Outer Rim. I don't know any of the Outer Rim plans off the top of my head, besides, like, Tatooine. Right. We're not fucking with Tatooine. No, there, we have an entire other book if we want to fuck about Tatooine. I saw that in the list. There is a book that is a hundred and some pages oh, of Christ. just describing Tatooine in this D20 supplement. Yeah, you gotta fucking publish supplements, man. People buy them. Well, yeah, that was the only way you could make money. Or at least that's what everyone thought. And then everything fell apart, because that's the only way people were making money. Yep. Alright, so, the Outer Rim Territories. What do we got here? I don't want the history. Holy fuck. <laughs> Star Wars, don't do this to me! Alright, I'm just gonna click a random planet here that's listed in this gigantic multi-page timeline. Okay. What about Rafa 4? Cool. Yep. Problem solved. Like, just describe the temper of the planet if you can. Uh, it is a temperate planet, a colony world of the Sharu species, of course. It's okay. where Lando Calrissian found the artifact known as the Mind Harp. Are you fucking kidding me? Hang on. Are you fucking kidding me? Star Wars! That's a tuning fork. Fuck you. I'm upset. What are the Sharu? <laughs> oh my god, no. We, we're on a planet. It's probably, like, name a biome for me really fast. Like a taiga. Yeah, there we go. There we it's go. It's all, the entire planet is all highland forests with a bunch of conifers and stuff. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Which means it really fucking sucks to live there as a Gungan, but whatever. She lives near a lake. Yeah, there we go. There. She's really good at ice fishing. Yes. Well, all yeah, right. you have the force. Come on. I think she has a starship. Definitely. And so I'm just going to go to the star si starships section and see how that works. Okay. Oh, they have a galaxy map. I hate looking at this. Oh, God. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Oh. How's that map treating you? It's on two pages, but the PDF is lined up, so it's one page at a time. Shit. Oh, God, no. Man, fuck this. <laughs> I had a thought, uh -huh. because making a starship apparently is going to take 20 pages of notes and, like, oh, reading. God. So here's my thought. Uh-huh. We've just got, like, a cool starship. And I'm gonna say fuck it to most of the character creation process of this character. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck this. I've got an idea, though. Yeah. Alright, so, what kind of starship do we have? The starship types, as listed on Wikipedia. Okay. I like how we're just using Wikipedia as our source book more than we are the source book at this point. Well, yeah, because fuck you. I'm not reading something that you just pulled out of a guide to the Star Wars universe, like, 15 years ago. Yeah, it's out of date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially since I'm using the legend stuff, so there's so Ooh. much we can work off of here. Starship types are yacht, starfighter, bomber, scout vessel, transport, shuttle, gunship, system patrol craft, freighter, capital ship, or space station. Probably not a space station. Hmm. Um, I like freighter. Alright, yeah, because you're calling goods to smuggle with. Yep. So, let's see what kinds of freighter exist. Ah, they don't have a list. God, fuck it. Um, it's a XS stock light freighter. Fuck it. It's, no, it's a freighter, but it looks, I think it's a modified variation of, like, the weird underwater ships the Gungans have. Oh, That okay. you see in episode one. Uh-huh. That have, like, tails and shit. I think they just modified one of those to fly into space. Okay, sounds good. Cool. So it looks like it's swimming through space. Perfect. That sounds interesting enough to me. Sure, why not? Does our character have any allies? Yeah, let's see. Who's her crew? I think her crew... I think she has a motley crew. Of course. So one of her, her crew members is a tech specialist that's a Jawa. Okay, yeah. I'm also... I'm really liking the idea of one of her crew members is a Kaminoan, the real long neck cloners. Okay, yeah. And that person is a soldier? 
Sure, all right. Because I just imagined like the scene in in the Star Wars where they hop down into the cockpit while they're they're flying, and one of them hops down into the turret, and they're doing the thing where they're shooting at the Tie Fighters and what have you, and they're like, "Oh, I got him!" And they're like, hey, "Don't get cocky, kid." But instead, one of them just has a real long neck and has to be super fucking hunched over. It's like, <laughs> why didn't you just buy a bigger ship? You know that I'm the one that has to be doing this. Shit, perfect. And I think that's all the allies that she has. Um, I think there's also, like, we need a Bith. Okay. It's a Bith surgeon. Yeah, okay. Now, can you just describe for uh, the audience what a a Bith is? Okay, so you know Max Rebo's band? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I can't believe that you don't know who the Max Rebo band is. Well, like, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finding a photo evidence real fast. We're gonna have to fucking upload this with the episode! Is the Biff's the blue elephant dude, right? No, no, no. Oh. The Biff are the weird, like, they're the ones who play in the cantina band. The creepy, big-headed, weird, ruffly-mouthed, black-eyed monsters. Oh, the one that looks kind of like a collapsing asshole. Yeah, exactly. At least it's not the one that looks like a mosquito with lips. So Well, I mean, everyone knows that the Bith were a very highly advanced and peaceful race, and they were, of course, craniopods, biologically speaking. Mm. They were so highly evolved that they didn't even need to sleep anymore, so they're elves. This, I think I would like a fantasy RPG where everything's the same except for elves look like this. Fuck. Instead of knife ears, it's just like, oh god, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, their large eyes allow them to focus down to 0.07 on the Gandok scale. That thing that exists for yeah, sure. because they can see microscopic objects, which is what microscopic means, of course. Yep, that's what that... Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. Just imagine waking up on an operating table and seeing this piece of shit staring at you with a knife. Oh, God. <laughs> do we want it to be a surgeon, or do we want that to be a noble? Mm, I like noble, actually. And that, So that the Bith is the fucking, like, face of this party. Yep, perfect. Apparently they evolved so much that their dicks fell off? Okay, well... I gotta close this tab. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should probably go through real fast and just talk about the class abilities that you get for being a force adept. Okay. So let's see, they are proficient with primitive and simple weapons, so I'm gonna flip back to equipment so we can figure out what weapon she uses. Okay. Oh hey, I see slug thrower. Oh shit, there is a, uh, simple weapon that is gun-gun weapon, specifically. Oh, Uh, really? Sesta. The Sesta is a flexible pole used to hurl small energy balls. Can also be used as a staff-like melee weapon. Okay. Now the problem is, uh... The energy balls themselves are exotic, so we don't know how to use those, but we can hit mm. people with the stick. Does it actually say that that's exotic? Oh, energy yeah. balls, yeah. Oh no, it says Cest is exotic. What the fuck? Alright. <laughs> Knife is simple. I like the idea that she just has a spear. I actually want to play as a force user that doesn't have a pole arm in some capacity if they don't have a okay a lightsaber. Gotcha, gotcha. How about a mace, then? Because apparently you can just have a fucking mace. A mace, like just a morning star. Yeah. I like either Morningstar or Knife. Okay. Maybe both. Maybe she dual wields. <laughs> She's just got like a combat knife and a Morningstar. There we go. Can we use her weird like force imbuement thing on ranged weapons? No. That's melee only. Okay. I feel like she still probably carries around just like a net. Yeah, probably. Because actually that's one of the best ways to incapacitate a force user. Yep. Is just throw a fucking net over them. Or light them on fire. Yeah, that too, because they can't redirect fire. Yep. Okay, yeah. I like that. She's She's got, like, a net on her, her belt. Yeah. And then she has, like, a knife in, like, a... Maybe, like, in her boot. Okay. And carries around just, like, a big old... I think it's just a morning star. Yeah, totally. Like, an iron ball with spikes on a handle. Like, literally just a <laughs> fantasy-ass morning star. God, all right. Once she finishes leveling up or whatever, she can eventually upgrade to, like... A flail. Fuck. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, like, some kind of Mandalorian mace or something, so it yeah. penetrates through fucking lightsabers and such. Yeah. And then eventually, I feel like the character arc for this character is she just becomes a Jedi hunter eventually. I like that. I think that'd be fun as hell. Yeah. Maybe she gets really sick of the Jedi, and they, like... Because they're like, well, if you're not with us, you're against us. And so she's like, fuck it, okay. Yeah, exactly. She's just getting chased by the Jedi Order, so every time one of them shows up, she brains their fucking heads in with her mace. Hey, that's a fun way to have a campaign that fights Jedi without being just good versus evil. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I actually want to play this character now. That's fucked up. 
<laughs> this character is cool. Actually, we did a cool thing with this character. We managed to pull it off somehow, yeah. Yeah. Other force oh. abilities that she gets as a force yeah. adept. Because apparently all of the force abilities are feats. Yeah, they are. Oh, no. All well, right, opening up the feats table. <laughs> oh, my God, there's so many feats. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hey, you know what's not good radio? This. You're right, you're right. I don't want to go through the feats list. It's just the, like, here's the thing. I'll, I'll go to the feats list real quick. Uh -huh. I'm looking at the feats right now. Hey, they're all the exact same things from Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Or 3.5 <laughs> edition. Sorry. Oh, completely. Uh, except for, hold up, this one's new. Uh, Starship Dodge. Starship ah. Operation. <laughs> we'll say she has two weapon fighting. Yeah, so okay. that she can do a wield. Oh, hey, Force Feats. Lightsaber Defense. Mm, what do you know? Mind Trick. Force Whirlwind. Actually, that's cool as fuck. Hey. Uh, I think she has that. Okay. So the specific early level force feats that you get have to be alter, control, or sense. So what yeah. the fuck are those? So I think control is for doing mind shit. Alter is like physically moving shit. Uh, other way around, actually, it looks like. Well, because force whirlwind requires alter. Really? And force flight requires alter. But underneath control, because these are all built out into trees, obviously. Fuck it! No, I hate <laughs> this. I'm looking at this, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what, you don't want to buy an entire feat chain of control, attuned, burst of speed, force this speed, sucks. night speed, This is shitty speed. and I don't give a shit. <laughs> I hate trying to parse this. I am just scrolling. There's so many pages of feats. Oh yeah, yeah there is. You, you can buy a feat that just gives you us plus two to force feats. She's got stealthy, she's got she's got force whirlwind. Sure, fuck it. What does force whirlwind do? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> it sounds dope. Uh, it deals damage and hampers concentration, so it makes it harder to focus on using force powers. It doesn't powers. knock people around? No. Fucking! <laughs> she's force flight. Please tell me that means that she actually can fly and not jump good. Um, I think I might have some bad news. Let me check. Uh, force flight. Move yourself towards a specific destination after you wrap yourself in the force. Yeah, you just kind of throw yourself around. Yeah, you can move up to 20 meters. Okay, well, that's still something cool. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because she's a Gungan already who are real good at hops, so... Yeah, totally. Just as you're falling, keep pushing yourself forward. Yep. All right, well, oh I think we're done. God. I don't want to fuck with this anymore. I forgot how much I hate 3.5. They have the Bull Rush feats, but they replaced Bull Rush with Bantha Rush. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, Moth. Uh -huh. we, we could get caught up in doing this for like another hour. I'm yeah. already sick of this D20 supplement. I fucking give up. Giving up because I know everything sucks, yeah. I know everything sucks, whoa. Alright, so I'm cutting this back in after the fact, but I was digging through the book after we finished, and I just looked at the fucking vehicle rules. Okay. Oh my god, this is so fucking overly complicated, I hate it so much. It's like Car Wars level of bullshit, like... Oh no. Ah, uh, there's fucking turning radius rules, and you have to move a certain distance to turn within a single action. And then there's, like, firing arc rules, depending on which, like, part of the weapons you're firing off of. What Who would ever fuck? give a shit about this? Like, flip over to page... What is this? 189 really fast? Oh, no. Yeah, look oh, at this Jesus. shit. Look at these gridded-out maps of firing arcs. I hate looking at this. No. Also, it's still completely two-dimensional combat, despite this being about spaceships. This isn't a three-dimensional oh. grid. And then there's diagonal slippage, even though you're flying in space. What the fuck are you slipping on? We can rest easy knowing that <laughs> this edition of uh, Star Wars RPGs is dead and gone. Ah, oh, thank so, god. Good yeah, at riddance. least now when people are trying to make shitty old-school RPGs, they're going super old-school. No one gives a shit about 3.5 anymore. Yeah, thank god. There's difficulty checks for turning your vehicle. I hate you, Star Wars. <laughs> Eat my ass, Star Wars. Bye. This is why everyone just fucking got tired of D20 supplements, because they're all the same game and it's all the same bad game. It's, it's all boring. We, like, we found interesting stuff, but like, eh. Uh, I don't care anymore. Play a game that makes it interesting to play. Do something. What's wrong with you people that still play D20? Live your life! <laughs>
we made it interesting by fucking just we house ruled like half the shit out of here the only interesting parts we got from deep dives on starwars.wikia.com yep all right yeah we're done cool what was her name one last time just for the just for the road Lolo Lort. Lolo Lort and her fun companions who we didn't name. Uh, their names are Smeg, Grift, Rogers, and Hammerstein, two separate ones. I, I think Smeg is the Ewok. Okay. I think Grift, you said? Yeah, Grift Quarterly. Grift Quarterly is the Kaminoan. Alright. What's the Bith's name? I need to know. I think the Bith Gre- is Rogers. Gregory. Gregory Rogers. Yeah, exactly. And then he has a dog named Hammerstein. Yep, Gregory Rogers and Hammerstein was my favorite Dark Souls boss. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's it. We made a character. She's a smuggler. She has force magic. She kills Jedis. She kills Jedi real fun. Yeah. That's been the character generation. Yeah. This episode sucked. (laughs) I have regrets. Uh, that's fine. I kind of saw this happening. We got it out of the way. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I don't know what we're doing next episode. We'll fucking find a good story game or something. Maybe we'll do Chubos or something. Yeah, we'll we'll find something that's not a bunch of... Like, this episode was us just looking at tables for hours. Not even, like, a fun way where you roll on stuff. It's just, like, no. line items. Yep. We have made a character in the character generation. You can... What do we do at the end of an episode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how we do the podcast. It's been like a whole week. All right. If you want to start shit about us with our complaints about Star Wars or third edition D and D, yeah, yeah. If you if you don't agree with any of our opinions, go ahead and yell at us on Twitter. You can find us on at the Character Gen. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Character Gen, or you can email us directly at the Character Gen at gmail.com. Yep, we have a website. It is thecharactergen.stream. It just leads links to the Podbean page. You can yell at us on our uh, comments section in there, too. Uh, feel free to give us a rating on iTunes or Google Play, I believe. Yep, yeah, we're up on both of those, which means you can just find us automatically in your podcatcher of choice if you want to keep listening after this episode. Yeah, just give us a rating. All jokes aside, ratings are super duper important. It's how we get visibility. It's how people listen. Yeah, iTunes has the most fucked up algorithm in the world, and that's really the only way we know how to affect it. Yep, we don't we don't pay for advertising. We don't really push this show out aside from word of mouth, so... Yeah. Tell your friends about how shitty we are and how much we don't like what you like. Um, <laughs> Go to Comic-Con and tell them about how much we hate Star Wars. Fuck it. Yeah. We'll take all comers. I don't care at this point. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Siromo. That's S-I-I-R-O-M-O. I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. This has been the character generation. I'm Moth. I'm Chet. And it went like this. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. sorry.